Follow Chicago's Home for Sports on Facebook at ESPN Chicago. This is ESPN 1000. Well, hello there and good morning. ESPN 1000, Xander and Hanley here on the radio. Brian, is this as good as it will ever get to yeah, see, you're, I, I'm, I'm guilty of it. I know. I, it. You inspired me. So no, I worked on that. I worked on that for 15 minutes after yeah, I saw it, your tweet. See, you really yeah, inspired me. Thank we're you. like bad headline writers, right? <laughs> um, hey, well, but apparently, this is the reason why I, I work in radio. I don't have to write headlines. Yeah. Apparently, though, uh, the uh, the phones work from uh, Green Bay. Uh, the, uh, they sent communication down. Uh, Luke Etsy got around to saying, yeah, I'll come down and be your OC. Yeah, uh, sure. I guess I will. I guess yeah. I will. I had to think about it for like 24 hours or 36 yeah. hours or how long it took. And you were ready to pull the plug. But well, I'm a, I mean, yeah, look. It's it's kind of like a marriage proposal, right? You know, you get down on one you, knee. Right, and, if you have to wait for that answer, then yeah, here's could. the shiny ring that I'm spending you know, a lot of uh, my savings on, and yeah, let me let me sleep on that, and I'll get back to you. Do you think that's going to work out? Is that relationship going to uh, be a, a good? But either way, Matt Eberflus got his man, and he is Luke Etsy, and um, he has been a play caller. Not at the NFL level, but I said, you know, for my money, I need a guy who's called plays before. So he's called plays in college. Right. Uh, And we talked about that yesterday about, you know, somebody calling plays in college, making that leap up, a a direct leap. And now now obviously he has some time in as uh, a quarterback's coach, which. Devontae Adams had great things to say about him, uh, as did Aaron Rodgers, too. In, in uh, some some of this stuff, so it's good to know who we're getting. In in driving in, I thought today, you know, it is easy to take the road of saying, "Hey, he doesn't have that experience." But Ryan Poles hasn't been a GM before. Matt right. Eberflus has not been a head coach before. Mm-hmm. So the idea that we have somebody that seems to have a lot of great upside, we're causing a little disruption in Green Bay. By doing this, how much we don't know, but anytime we can get one over on them, I think that makes us feel happy. Well, I mean, everyone said that basically he was a security blanket for Aaron Rodgers, so much so that he went to Mississippi State for one year to be the play caller down there at the OC, and and Aaron missed him, and Aaron went to the Packers' front office in Brass and and said, you know, could you could you bring back uh, Luke? Um, I kind of miss him. And you mentioned Devontae Adams. You know, he he's also been a wide receivers coach mm-hmm. before. Yeah. Um, so look, I mean, it, all you can do is as as we are doing with Matt Eberflus and Ryan Poles is hope that the that the Bears got all these decisions right. The Bears got the hire of Poles right. He got the hire of Eberflus right, right and Eberflus got the hire of Luke Etsy right. And you know, we'll talk about what kind of scheme and whatever he may or may not bring to Justin Fields, but. You know, uh, the, the, the dominoes are starting to fall and the staff mm-hmm. is starting to build and here off we go. You know, and what you said is right. If you're excited, truly excited that Ryan Poles has this position and he really had the autonomy that he should have, that we've been hearing he does have, then we have to be excited about every choice that's made on down the line because, you know, we we have to have that faith. I mean, that's all we're operating on right now. And the fact is we have... Uh, we have uh, an article that actually came out on the 13th that I originally missed by uh, Matt Schneidman on uh, The Athletic. 
talking about how Luke Getze was going to be looked at as a head coach. Obviously, that didn't happen for him in Denver. But it, that's where, you know, you hear Aaron speaking highly of him. You hear Devontae Adams speaking highly of him. Head coach Matt LaFleur speaking very highly of him. So that's good information to have. And uh, Adam Hogue at NBC Sports Chicago.com wrote a column about how this is a, uh, it's a good get, pun intended. Uh, this guy should have all kinds of upside. He's, he's a young guy and he's been a quarterback too on, in the college level. The Akron Zips. Yeah. Aren't they the Zips? Yeah. I believe they're the Zips. 37 year old. And, um, speaking of hires, we also should let our listeners know, and I'm sure Bears fans, many of them are quite aware that Ryan Poles has an assistant GM. Yes. Ian that's Cunningham. Nice. Yes. So he, he's restructuring the front office and putting in, Ryan Pace did not have a, a man with a assistant GM title. so Perhaps he could have used one, Brian. Well, you know, that, that, to me, yeah. Ryan Pace really thought he had the handle on everything. And, may, you know, he didn't want – hell, when he, when he went and got Mitch Trubisky, he didn't even tell John Fox until a few hours before they drafted him. Right. So he didn't want to bounce ideas off anybody. He had this. He was the smartest guy in the room. And, you know, that, that – It's a recipe when, for disaster. Obviously. When you think you're that guy, you're probably not that guy. Yep. Yep, absolutely. 312-332-3776 if you want to jump in. We are also going to get a Twitter poll up on the uh, ESPN 1000 on Twitter. You can reach Brian on Twitter at BrianHanley534. Myself, Xander Rocker, all one word, one R in the middle with a Z at the beginning. And uh, we're going to be talking about the Bears. We'll preview what's happening in the conference championship on the AFC side and the NFC side. Brian, you have called for, well, I, I don't know if we could even call it an upset now because a lot of people are thinking that it's a safe bet to take the uh, Bengals with the seven points. Yeah, I mean, went from seven and a half down to seven. And I told you, everyone, I start, you know, looking at the last 48 hours. Uh, prognosticators were all saying, give me that touchdown. Not many people saying they're going to upset Kansas City. I'm the dummy who is saying that. And I am the dummy. Well, I was the that. dummy last week, and it actually worked out, so you don't know, do you? Yeah, well, I mean, I've, so. I've, I've watched, like everyone else, I've watched these games, and the Bengals haven't won a playoff game yet. So it's not that they're due. It's just that, unlike Tennessee, um, Kansas City's defenses and all that, and they're not going to get to Burrow nine times. Right, right. And so I think he'll be able to keep up with whatever scoring Kansas City is going to be doing and, and what everyone believes to be a, a track meet up and down the field. Uh, everyone's, you know, pounding the over, I think, in that game. But, um, yeah, and, 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 you know, when you start talking about offenses, uh, Luke Getze, what kind of offensive guy is he? Well, you have to go to Mississippi State or Indiana University, Pennsylvania. Uh, he called some plays there. He, he, so I, I don't know if they wowed the nation with the T formation at uh, I, IUPU or whatever they call them, uh, Indiana University, Pennsylvania. Um, but Mississippi State, uh, he um, he had run pass options. He had quarterbacks uh, that both went downfield, went deep, and also uh, ran the ball themselves. And so that kind of describes the quarterback uh, we have here. He can, he can do both from what we've seen. We just don't know how, how well he can do both at, to this point. Right. Uh but everything we know about Getzy today, as opposed to yesterday, talking about uh, you know somebody else that didn't have that experience, we needed that experience. Uh, it, it seems to favor this decision. 
We'll see how it turns out. He was sought after in, uh, you know, he was interviewed actually for the head coach position in Denver, but that ha- might have everything to do with trying to lure Aaron Rodgers out there, right? Which they I mean, eventually got uh, Nathaniel Hackett. Yeah, I mean, it, it almost sounds like Aaron Rodgers was uh, besties with Luke Getze uh, more so than uh, Nathaniel Hackett. Um, but either way, um, you know, Luke Getze's now coming to Chicago, be part of this new Bears regime. And Wait, does that mean uh, that, does that mean Aaron Rodgers will come down here? I don't believe so. <laughs> and matter of fact, uh, Ian Rappaport had an interesting. It was a wild day yesterday. If you want to talk about great quarterbacks. I'm watching college basketball. Tyler Aki, our great producer, was talking about that because he is Mr. College Hoops. And also in the news breaks that Tom Brady is. I know, after our show. Always happens yeah. after the well, show. But, I mean, he was. And then, you know, even a TB12, his company put out a tweet reciting his resume and the greatest of all time. And then the denials come out from not Tom Brady, but his dad. Tommy hasn't made that decision yet. So the tweets come down, yep. and there's confusion, and, well, is he or isn't he? NBC New York is reporting that he has not made up his mind on retirement. Well, you know why he hasn't made up his mind? Because Friday, February 4th, he restructured his contract down in Tampa, and he had a signing bonus of $20 million. $15 million is due him on Friday. It would behoove him to maybe not give a two-week notice, but he, it, he immediately called Bruce Arians and called the Tampa Bay front office and said, hey, I, I, you know, I haven't made that decision yet because he doesn't want to file and make it official because he loses the $15 million come Friday if he's not on the roster. I would think that's motivation enough to put off the uh, what likely will Even to a the- guy that has uh, gajillions. Well, he's building a new palatial estate north of Miami, so... You know, the money's uh, got to come from somewhere. Mortgage rates are going up. Maybe he's paying cash. I don't know. But if the 15 million, he probably pay cash. But yeah, so this could be just a uh, rounding error. Or (laughs) uh, I think I think even uh, TB12 would like 15 million do him in in less than a week, and and then he can make it official with Jim Gray or whomever. And he said he you know he didn't want a farewell season. He didn't want a whole bunch of you know. hullabaloo about it but when when word gets out he's leaving the game the hullabaloo hullabaloo follows right right and uh, look football fans don't want to see him quit because even though you love to hate him he was uh he, he'll go down as the best quarterback ever but i think if he does leave now you know he's not going to suffer what ben suffered you know just kind of that uh yeah know, that fade out you know, it, it, you know, he, he's going out at the top, and it makes a lot of sense. We're going to Al in East Chicago. He wants to jump on and talk about the uh, the Packers. Hey, Al, good morning. You're on ESPN 1000. The Chicago fan, base fan, crying every year about Green Bay, beating Green Bay. What about the other teams? How many coaches, quarterbacks, and players have been through Chicago? And and area is the same thing. Green Bay. I guess it's Aaron Rodgers' fault that they got the field goal attempt blocked. I guess it's his fault that they got the punt blocked when they took it in for six points. He didn't do really a lot to win, but he he didn't give up the ten points. So if they can continue to think about this, it's not just Green Bay. I bet if he was came to Chicago right now, they would line up over there to kiss his butt. Be glad Al, to have Al, last week I, I put that we put that as a Twitter poll question. You know, would you want Aaron Rodgers to come here for at least a year? 
if he if he would do so, and everyone's oh no, not we hate Aaron Rodgers. I'm I think like, it was a resounding uh, resounding result. And, that and people I said, said no. I said your football's stupid if you wouldn't want Aaron Rodgers down here. I, don't, you know, right. I mean, come on, what are you talking hey, about? We love a villain. We love a villain, especially if the villain's wearing green and gold. Well, well, yeah. just like when the when the Bulls, you know, they couldn't stand uh, what's the name from Detroit, Lambie. Dennis Rodman. Couldn't oh, yeah, stand yeah, him. Yeah, then they got him. Yeah. He yeah. came came to Chicago. Oh, he's the greatest thing you ever seen. You know. <laughs> yeah. And Lame, so, if if, if Lambier got here, that would that would have been interesting. I enjoy you guys. Thanks, show, Al. Thanks, Al. Thanks, Thanks Al. Hey, you know yeah. what? Same thing with Bob Prober. We talked about that, right? How how oh, much yeah. we hated Bob Prober. How he gave us fits, and then he put that Indian head sweater on, and we were all about it. You know what, Proby? Just like almost every enforcer I covered in the NHL, gentle giants off the ice, and Proby had his demons, and well documented. Yes, yeah. But I mean, uh, you know, guys, he would always say he was at the end of his career. He's so tired. He's like every young tough guy who was coming up to the league, and and they were a rookie on other teams would skate up to him during yeah. a game and and say, hey, you know, let. Can you do basically? Can you do me the honor of dropping the gloves because I got to prove my I, I prove my worth here by right. going up if, against if you? Went, if you did that, then you I, you were the hero of the uh, the other teams. Of yeah, Vegas. and Proby's like, really? We got to go? Okay. I mean, I, I'm getting tired of going, but you know, here go the gloves. And it's funny because he's when the TV cameras were in the dressing room and they wanted to interview Proby, he's like, hold on, I got to put it in my teeth, and he turned around and take take his teeth off the shelf yeah. and pop in his yeah. uppers. So he looked good on TV. Yeah, I had yeah. season tickets, and I saw so many young guys go up to Proby, and then Proby actually said okay, and yeah. they had a change of heart, and they turtled. I've seen yeah. that a couple times. Really <laughs> funny. All right, so we're going to talk about uh, what's happening in Green Bay, what's happening with Tom Brady, what's happening here in town as Luke Getze looks to be our new offensive coordinator. We'll talk about his history, and we will be talking to um, – Matt Schneidman at 11 a.m. who wrote this athletic article on January 13th about uh, all of the upside of one Luke Getzey. We'll do all of that. It's Xander and Hanley here on ESPN 1000. ESPN 1000, the Sunday morning championship games who's going to the Super Bowl. We'll have a Twitter poll up soon at ESPN 1000 if it's not already. Brian Hanley right there. I'm Mark Zander. Bears Bonanza is happening tomorrow. We're going to uh, launch it with uh, Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. 5 to 7, 7 to 10. Cap and Jay Hood. Then 10 to 1, you get Carmen and Yurko, who will have the new Bears GM, Ryan Poles, on in the 12 o'clock hour. From 1 to 2, commercial free. Carmen, Yurko, Waddle, and Sylvie. 2 to 6, Waddle and Sylvie. They'll have... Coach Eberflus on the air with them between two and six, and six and eight would be Black and Abdallah. All right, Brian, we've got uh, we've got to talk about what's happening here with uh, with respect to this OC that we have, and we're going to be talking to uh, Matt Schneiderman, uh, Schneidman, I should say, coming up at eleven. Um, are, do you have a uh, do you have a better feeling about this as opposed to yesterday when we were talking about this? Well, I mean, uh, I said I just I have to have full faith that these these gentlemen know what they're doing, right? right. And that's, that's you all know, we have. Yeah, you can't you can't say they do, and you certainly can't say they don't. But you hope that they they will. Um, you know, at Mississippi State, the Bulldogs averaged two hundred twenty three point six rushing yards a game and almost six yards per carry, and 
when Matt Nagy said, I'm not an idiot. I know we have to run the ball more. He never really ran the ball more. Right. So empty promises. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, you would hope that, uh, that, that uh, Luke Etsy will incorporate a run game, a strong run game, uh, but you have to rebuild that offensive line in order to, to execute any offense at this point. So, um, We'll see. Uh, th- you know, a, a young mind who apparently was in demand and uh, wanted to be a play caller. That's why he's not sticking around Green Bay, even if Aaron Rodgers does. And, you know, Aaron, uh, Ian Rappaport uh, wrote that uh, some people in Green Bay are reading the tea leaves again with Aaron Rodgers' future because he stuck around the building, according to Ian Rappaport, for a few days after the season instead of just hopping a, a plane back to California. And, um, spoke to the staff and talked about the season past. I don't know if we talked about the, the future plans, but people are hoping that that indicates what, well, you know, I don't, if, if what it's going to be, he says it's going to take some time, right? He wants to see if Devonte Adams gets paid. Mm-hmm. Are they going to franchise tag him? Are they going to give him a new deal? First tag him and then give him a new deal. But he wants to see who's sticking around and they have salary cap issues and he doesn't want to be part of a rebuilding process. He wants to take another uh, stab at being a, a Super Bowl team, so we'll see what plays up there. But they, some people are encouraged that they just took a he took a few days to sit around and talk some football with the the people in the building, and they want to believe that is an indication he's sticking around. Three one two three three two three seven seven six. If you're a Green Bay fan, what do these latest things indicate to you? Nathaniel Hackett, the OC that did not call plays for Lafleur goes and uh, he's going to be the head coach in Denver. Now you have Luke Getze coming down to Chicago, who was the quarterback's coach, going to theoretically, we think, we're, we're assuming, going to call plays here. Oh, absolutely. He's going yeah. to call plays yeah, right, here. Right, right. Yeah. No doubt, I'm sure, because they would not let him. He wasn't going to get that ability in Green Bay. So what does this mean to you as a fan? Are, are you, If you're reading into this, what does that mean? 312-332-3776. We'll ask... Um, We'll be sure to ask Matt Schneidman of uh, that question when he comes up uh, at 11 from The Athletic, who wrote that column on uh, the 13th about Luke Getze and all of his uh, all of his abilities and all the good things people are saying about him, which right now that's all we have to work on because aside from his time calling plays in college, that's what, uh, that's what we're going on. Bob in Rosemont wants to jump in here on ESPN 1000. Hey, good morning, Bob. Good morning, guys. Yeah, I wanted to comment on this, these these Bears activities. The first thing I wanted to do, Brian, I just wanted to criticize you a little bit yesterday when you were a little bit uh, tempestuous about the Getze uh, delay in responding to the uh, the Bears' offer. You know, I think you failed to factor in, number one, that uh, you know he probably wanted to consider whether Hackett was interested in bringing him out to Denver. And I think the bigger thing that you were not considering in your uh, – and your thoughts was that anything that's related to the Green Bay Packers these days had to be had to be filtered through Pat McAfee first, <laughs> and uh, he, he must have given the, the green light to this decision. So finally, he could uh, he could he could go ahead and, and, and accept it because he had Pat's uh, blessing on that. But like uh, that. The, the the more important thing was that I, I think that the th- things I've seen in the media over the past day or so give me. Uh, uh, some some optimism about these new hires. The first being that I read that Bill Polian wasn't happy uh, about not being able to participate in the final meeting with the head coaching candidates, and that 
that Poles insisted on doing that on a one-on-one basis with no one else in the room. I think that's a good departure for uh-huh. past practices uh, and gives me some reason to believe that Poles has the has the chutzpah to do what needs to be done and not have to worry about uh, interference from the family to whatever degree uh, they may have cast a shadow over prior decisions. And the second thing is, uh, I, I, I tend to accept, uh, agree with you, quite frankly, on the Getsy delay. I would have thought he would have jumped at the opportunity to essentially jump two spots uh, and get right into an OC position. But on the other hand, it's nice to know that he... Uh, he, he wanted to deliberate on it and consider other options that probably are available to him and to the extent other teams want him as well as the Bears. Uh, I guess as frustrating as the delay may have been, it does speak well for how he's thought of in the, in the, in the league, and uh, he appears to then be a solid hire, at least to the extent we know and, and want to be optimistic about it. Look, at least the, the landscape in which these hires were made and what they've done to date uh, would give a Bears fan cause for optimism. Well said, Bob. Well said. Always Thanks, well guys. said, Bob. Yeah. Thanks Thank for, you. Uh, yeah, yeah I, look, I just, it just seems like you're, you're almost, you know, like Bob just said, you're jumping two spots. You're getting to be an OC in the division with the, uh, one of the still premier organizations in football, the, uh, the founding organization and with all the great, and you're, you're going coming to Chicago versus green Bay. And as far as the Hackett thing, I mean, couldn't they have had that conversation uh, a week ago when Hackett was interviewing for Denver? What after after he interviewed and, and maybe was told he's not getting the job, um, maybe he didn't want to work for a team. Hey, maybe that, he was lining up a moving truck. Well, well, maybe he didn't want to work for a Broncos team that said uh, we don't want you as the head coach, right? Uh, but right. The, well, yeah, right. And he was interviewed for that, and then right. skipped over. So, uh, look, I, we don't know what went into that decision. That report could have been. Um, you know, we really don't know how much time he was given to make the decision. We heard the report yesterday and it was confirmed last night. So, uh, it's just good to have, we know where we're going now. And, uh, Hogue had a kind of a interesting perspective here in his column at NBCSportsChicago.com. Adam Hogue, yeah. Yeah, Adam Hogue. Coaching under LaFleur technically puts Getzi on a branch of the Shanahan coaching tree. But with Rodgers and Devontae Adams in Green Bay, the Packers have been able to scheme around those two spectacular players. Now, how much he had to do with that as the quarterback's coach, we don't know. He's worked with Jordan Love, but again, that is an unproven commodity. Yeah, right. I mean, if you want to keep keep a close eye on Jordan Love in the next season, you know, as he's developing Justin Fields. But, um, yeah, that that. That jury's firmly out on Jordan mm-hmm. Love because he hasn't had the opportunity. So, three one two three three two three seven seven six. What do you think of the hire that uh, we're getting Luke Getze from the Green Bay Packers? And if you are a Packers fan, tell us what you think is going on up there in Green Bay. What are you reading from these latest developments about the future of your team and the future of Aaron Rodgers on your team? Brian, do you have any indication of if? Aaron will go to Denver if you really think that that's possible, and it, it, it seems like that's likely when something like that might happen. I look. Well, there would have to be a trade, right? I mean, he's absolutely under have yeah, to okay. be a trade. Yeah. 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 So that you know what you want to do, and he said in, in some of his postseason comments were that one of the option was one of the options. Well, all the options: retiring, mm-hmm. returning to the Packers, um, or helping find a trade that makes sense for both teams. Right. Okay. 
if you're the Green Bay Packers and he doesn't want to come back uh, and he's still a Hall of Fame quarterback, even at his age, what are you asking for? How many teams are interested? How many teams does he have on his list where he would want to go? I mean, you need at least two to get some sort of bidding going, right? You right. can't just – if he has a list of one, it's the Broncos or nowhere. Then... And it's you're going to get what you get. Yeah. Yep. Three one two three three two three seven seven six. And what do you think about this whole thing about – obviously, he's had some great seasons. I think uh, I saw that in playoffs in Green Bay, he's 7-7. Seven and seven. This argument that he is a you know one of the greatest quarterbacks. Can you actually say that when you don't have that postseason success? Uh, I you know look, uh, he's going to be an MVP this year, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, most people believe so. Um, Five hundred in the playoffs, but fourteen playoff games. Uh, I know you you know it's, you, about Super Bowls, and he's not Tom Brady with that resume. Mm-hmm. But I saw one headline uh, a week or so ago. Uh, it was after they lost to the Niners, obviously. You know, where does this uh, game rank in the uh, Packers postseason heart heartbreaks? You know, you'd like at least you're at least you're in the postseason. They have a list of heartbreaks, right? At least you have uh, m- multiple games and many games to choose among to to rank on disappointing outcomes of the postseason when it's usually just a rumor around here. True. True. It just seems like, look, I know he's uh, he's great during the season. He gets you to the playoffs. He just has not been able to get him across the finish line as much as you would think for his skill set. However, there's the whole team involved. There's management in Green Bay and everything that they put around him. It just it's, sometimes it's so frustrating to to hear how great he is when there are other quarterbacks that have more success in the postseason when it really counts because that's why you're playing. Well, you know, he does own the 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 one statistic now three consecutive seasons with thirteen regular season wins and no appearances in the Super Bowl mm-hmm. his last three years, right? Right. right. Not the greatest uh, thing to be known for, but look, he gets you there. He just has not been able to get you over the hump. All right, so we've got Bronson in Michigan City wants to jump in and talk about the Bears. Hey, Bronson, good morning. You're on with uh, Brian Hanley and Mark Xander. Morning, guys. How are you? Uh, oh, I'm good. How are you? Good. Awesome. Yeah, I just wanted to weigh in. I'm really excited about the Bears hires, man. Finally got a head coach for being the 4-3 back, which is great. We haven't really done nothing great in the 3-4. Uh, but possibly have a head coach that's willing to give up offensive play calls like Lovey did. Let this guy prove himself, Green yep. Bay. And then uh, Rodgers, you know, with Brady retiring, hell, he might might want to go to Tampa. They already got a pro-style everything ready to go. Bruce Arians will be on the phone as soon as that check clears for $15 million. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Like, hey, they already right. threw the cash around before. Yeah. yeah. yeah it's Swap a, it's... out one number 12 for another number 12. <laughs> Just get him out of the NFC North. I don't care where he yeah. goes. <laughs> that's a Bears fan talking yeah, right that's there. A, that's a <laughs> All right, guys. Thanks. Yeah, you know, right. We haven't even really talked about that. What would be the future in Tampa Bay if Tom does get that check, let it cash, and then get, uh, you know, go official with the news? Yeah. I mean, you know, there are worse places to to play after being. Or Trubisky could go down there, right? Oh, for love. (laughs) 
three yeah, two sure three three two three yeah. seven I'll be seven, a season six. tickets yeah. yeah we'll be right back we'll continue this talk and uh we will get to your calls three one two three three two three seven seven six if you're a Packer fan we want to hear from you I'm, I'm really interested to see what you think is going on up there with all the things that have transpired what does this mean for your football team and uh who do you think we're getting in Luke Getze We'll be right back here on ESPN 1000. He's Handley. I'm Xander. This is ESPN 1000. Talking about our new OC, as it's been reported, Luke Getze coming down from Green Bay, being a quarterback's coach. That was rumored yesterday. We were all waiting patiently for his decision. Apparently, he has said, okay, I'll drive south. So he's on the well, way Tom, here. Tom St- uh, Silverstein, who's the great Longtime Packer beat writer up in Green Bay had it went uh, Friday, right? Saying that he the job's his if he wants it, according to his source. That uh, you know he's been given the offer, and sure enough, he had been given an offer and he accepted it. So not as quickly as I would hope, but <laughs> I, I just I don't know when you're offering someone a prize job, and yeah, I know you, you that, want them to be excited and say exactly. yes, absolutely. And look, I get he wants to go home, talk to the family, and and run it, you know, whatever. And probably consider if there was anything there in Denver. But as you said before, okay, but, that could okay. have already been discussed prior to. Well, that. not only that, okay. What makes Denver so much better than than the Chicago Bears currently? I mean, they haven't had a quarterback in forever either since Peyton Manning right. retired. Right. Well, working with Nathaniel, I guess, is probably a bit of a, uh, a comfort, or maybe he was trying to see exactly what he would be able to do in the absence of Nathaniel Hackett up in Green Bay, and he figured it out, and then he took the job. We're going to go to Evanston. And Dane, He's a, uh, I think he's a Packers fan. He wants to talk about the Packers. Hey, Dane, what are you, what are you feeling here about your team? Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm actually a weird Packers and Bears fan, but uh, with okay. the Packers, like with guys exiting, entering the building, I just really trust the culture up there. Um you know, the, I think the ownership uh, makeup is really, really good, and you don't have someone at the top like the McCaskies who are accountable to no one. Um, and it just makes for a healthy culture. And I think, uh, as the other half of me that's a Bears fan, it's good to have someone coming from that culture, uh, that organization, uh, and having been a part of that process uh, and, and bringing it to the Bears organization. So what do you think is going on up there? Well, with, the, the with, ownership yeah. up there is the town. Uh, you have actually yeah. have stock I've certificates. Got fr- I've got friends that have those certificates. Right. I mean, Mark Murphy, who used to be AD uh, down up at Northwestern and, and was head of the Players Association in the NFL and played with Washington, um, he's president, but I, I'm sure he answers to a board of directors. But, yeah, there's no, there's no family. There's certainly no Jerry Jones who, you know, comes running down there and tells you what, what he thinks about each game. Yeah, exactly. And I think that that good process that they have, because everyone is accountable to, uh, you know, that board of directors of the town, and there's not that, like, personality cult at the top, uh, just impute their own good process. And, you know, people come, people go, uh, and the Packers always seem to, the process can take whatever input it has. So, you know, I'm... I don't know what the future is going to be, but I'm confident that it's going to be fine. And do you think Aaron will stay or go? I, I think he's probably around for one more season, and I don't really have a lot to base that on. Okay. <laughs> Just a gut feeling. All right, Dane, thanks for 
Checking not buying your Jordan Love jersey just yet. Okay. <laughs> yeah. There. Well, I'm sure that they're sitting in the uh, that uh, fancy mall in inside of Lambo, <laughs> waiting for people to pick them up, and they'll sell at some point. We'll see. We'll see when that happens. Mike in uh, Lake Zurich. Yeah. Hey, Mike. hey guys. Hey guys. Thanks for having me on your show. Uh-huh. You know, um, I th- I think that uh, you know I always pick compared guys back in '85. Um, I think one of the uh, advantages they had, they had a great defense, and uh, that really got them to the Super Bowl. They had an average offense. But uh, when it comes to the coaching staff, I think everybody should allow them to be a coach at their position. You've got a head coach, obviously being a leader, you've got a position, uh, offensive coach. And I think uh, having a head coach as a defensive, I mean, uh, having a head coach who was a defensive player is an advantage because uh, I think he's got a lot to teach uh, fields. Yeah, as far as defense is, is concerned. So, uh, um, I, you know, I think they should let him be their coaches, and I think the uh, offensive coach should be calling the plays. So um, that's, that's likely yeah. to be the situation that's got to be. Yeah. yeah, I'm sure that, that there was more than an understanding. It's like, hey, you Thanks, come Mike. here, you, you own the offense, and, yep. and that's your baby, and – and that's go. why we're wondering why he didn't jump at it right away. But again, right. we don't we don't really know the backstory. But it seems uh, apparent that Luke Getze will be our new OC, and uh, we are going to talk to Matthew Schneidman uh, coming up at eleven. He wrote the article on the athletic in the athletic, I should say, about Luke Getze and how he was getting looks, including in Denver, for a head coaching position. Then that would have been a hell of a jump. But it uh, he's uh, he's going to be our OC here in uh, on the lakefront and uh, we've got matt in streamwood espn 1000 you're on with uh, xander and hanley hey xander hey hanley thanks for taking my phone call yep. hanley do you know was that the big draw for that why they hired eberflus was because again this luke getsy from green bay i don't understand what was like the reason they chose eberflus over quinn if that was the big that was the big draw was this the, the quarterback's coach of green bay that well, was the then- big name that Dan Quinn said, you know, said he wanted to go back. Uh, Jerry Jones uh, wrote a bigger check for him and maybe didn't like everything he heard during the interview process, but he decided to go back and be continue to be a coordinator in Dallas for more money, and he was interviewing with other teams, not just the Bears. Um, there were reports that Bill Polian and, and George wanted Jim Caldwell to be the coach. Um, as Bob, our caller from Rosemont, said, it's great that Ryan Poles has the autonomy and didn't have to have a committee sitting in right. interviewing head coaches. And, and locking out Polian, if that actually happened, that's a great first step in, in yeah. asserting your power. Let, I mean, not a, if you're going to give the guy the title of GM, then let him be the general manager, yeah. manage the team, and, and and be comfortable with his hire. And, that you know, Ryan Pace didn't have an assistant GM because Ryan Pace wanted to do everything on his own. And, to, and then he went into hiding when things fell apart. So um, I, I just think... I'd rather have a guy like like a Luke Getze rather than a Jim Caldwell who oh not because he's older, it's just I, I just I want I want different. I want new. I don't want someone you know, Bill Polian was good to have as a consultant because he knows the league and it's better than the McCaskies trying to flounder along on their own because they don't know what they don't know. But um it so far it just appears that polls has the authority to to hire his coach, and the coach has his authority has the authority to hire his coordinator. So that that works for me. Yep. Okay. And Hanley, do you know is that is that Aaron Rodgers the only quarterback that he's worked with, or is there other quarterbacks that he's 
Well, he, he's uh, he certainly worked with Jordan Love and uh, in the college ranks, some quarterbacks, right? And uh, yeah, Devontae I, I'm Adams had a lot of great things to say about him, too. I haven't been following my Mississippi State uh, football or my Indiana <laughs> uh, University of Pennsylvania football to know yeah. he was a quarterback, but then yep. again, so was Matt Nagy. So, I mean. Stop bringing him up. Okay. Okay. All right. Thank you, uh, Matt. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's interesting. We were, we were talking about uh, this yesterday, right? Experience versus no experience. And we talked about the OCs that might be around that had experience that were going to stay, stay as OCs. You mentioned Dan Quinn. You know, I have a feeling that Dan Quinn is probably maybe head coach in waiting down in Dallas. Maybe there was something yeah. said to him he, that got him to stay there. Or as you said, well. maybe, maybe he didn't like what he heard out of Hallis Hall, which, you know, whatever. And, and then we had Bill Pulling. Here's a guy who has been a GM, a successful GM. And part of me thought, wait a minute. Are they giving him the chance to be the GM? And I'd much rather have new and young blood that yeah, has worked their way up than to have that. So along those lines, to have a Luke Getze as opposed to a Jim Caldwell or a Dan Quinn at OC, not that you would have been able to get him as an OC, but the point being, new blood is good. We just have to hope it works this time because we tried it before and it didn't. And that's why we feel so burned. As, uh, well, and look, it, it's all about offense in this NFL, and it has been for years and every year. The statistics show you it's all about more points and more scoring drives and longer scoring drives. The rules are even tailored each year to make sure there's more of all that. And I know Sean McVay is a defensive guy and the Rams defense is all that. But mostly the teams populating the postseason are offensive teams, right? right. And you saw the, the greatest game postseason game of all time, people are calling it, with Kansas City and the Bills last week. And what was it? How many points? 25 points in like 90 seconds? <laughs> it was insane. It wasn't defense. Right. Right. 312-332-3776. We've got Dean downtown. Hey, Dean, welcome into ESPN 1000. Hey, good morning, fellas. Good shout morning. Out to Tyler, shout out to Tyler Aki, the chosen one for college basketball picks. I highly recommend giving him a follow on his Instagram or Twitter. Tyler, uh, Tyler loves when you call, Dean. Oh, well, I love you guys. <laughs> Everyone loves when Dean calls. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, Tyler. Um, I did not know until you guys mentioned this. I um, have been busy. The weekends are busiest time for me. Uh, restaurant business, college but, basketball, yeah. Of course. Of, of the gambling and then work comes second. But uh, I did re not realize that Ryan Poles kind of refused to have Bill Polian be a part of the final interviews. I really like that. I think it shows some leadership, and uh, I think going forward, that'll show some... This is an art form, like calm plays. Isn't Sorry about that, errant, uh, errant mouse. Jake no, worries. Yeah, yeah. no worries. I, I think that Ryan Pohl's kind of refusing to let Bill Polian be a part of that final process. That'll, that shows leadership, and then going forward, it'll show some accountability. I think before, whether you hired one or another, it was always like, oh, you know, you know, you work for the McCaskies. Now it's like, no, Ryan, Ryan Poles is saying, hey, I hired you. You know, like at the end of the day, I hired you. I'm your boss. So I think that's great. And then lastly, I was going to give you guys a quick pick. Uh, I like the Bengals plus the points today. If you're not getting it at seven, uh, try to buy it up to seven and a half. But if you like their chances at all, uh, if they win, they're probably going to get a big game out of Chase, Uzoma, the tight end, and some passing yard from Burrow. So I'm planning on uh, putting a unit on that and hopefully 
having a good Sunday. Take that! All right. All right. Good luck, Dean. Good luck, Dean. 312-332-3776. When we get back, we are going to hear... Uh, audio we actually played it yesterday uh, jay cutler's on with waddle and sylvie every week and he had something to say about the oc hire and now that we have an oc we, we're going to play that audio for you again here on espn 1000 and uh then we are going to be talking to matthew schneidman at uh, 11 from the athletic about luke getzey who seems apparent as our new oc it has it has it been confirmed i mean Schefter started reporting that yesterday and everybody's followed along but it hasn't officially, officially been announced, but it's pretty much a done deal. Luke Getze, our new OC at Hallis Hall for the Bears. And um, now we just need a DC, right, Brian? Correct. Okay. All right. One step at a time. It's ESPN 1000. This hour brought to you by Northwestern Basketball, Chicago's Big Ten team. Coach Collins and the Cats host Rutgers, Indiana, Purdue, and Nebraska this February at Welsh Ryan Arena. Buy tickets now at nusports.com. Three one two three three two three seven seven six. It's Brian Hanley. It's Mark Xander. We've got a Twitter poll that uh, is up now at ESPN One Thousand. Brian. Simple as this, what's your Super Bowl matchup? And the uh, the four choices are Chiefs versus Rams, Chiefs versus 49ers, and then Bengals-Rams, Bengals-49ers. And we'll wrap that up before we're out of here at 12 noon. So Waddle and Sylvie have Jay Cutler on, former Chicago Bears quarterback, on every week. And he was talking about how important the O.C. hire would be. And, and now that we have a an O.C., I want to hear this again to see how things line up with uh, the decision that Hallis Hall has made. Here's a Jay with Waddle and Sylvie. Without a doubt. Like, I looked at the hire and I was like, I mean, I kind of, like, cringed. I was like, oh, they went de- they went defensive coordinator for head coach because, you know, that's, you know, your first-round pick as a quarterback. You're, everything you're doing is, is kind of tailored towards his success. I mean, you look at the, uh, you know, the AFC and AFC championships, like, there's there's some there's some dudes out there playing quarterback. That's the only way you get there. So, I mean, there's, it, it's happened in the past. I mean, there's been defenses that have been have led teams to Super Bowls, and but I mean, in the past four or five years, it's been it's been a quarterback driven league. So, well, Tom, to your point, like the OC hire is is going to make or break it, and and it will. And what you said, Brian, it uh, what's happening in LA with the Rams, Sean McVay, you know, he's a defensive guy, but obviously, you see Matthew Stafford. You know, really, really leading that team to now the the championship game. Yeah, and, and uh, Kyle Shanahan said at the beginning of the season when San Francisco was thinking about trading for Matt Stafford before he ended up in uh, with the Rams, that he went back and looked at every snap uh, that Stafford had with Detroit for the last three or four seasons, and you know thought Stafford was a really good, if not great, quarterback. But after really going and, and doing a CSI Stafford came away even more impressed about how talented Matt Stafford is. And, you know, given the stuff that was around him in Detroit, he, you didn't really see that. You saw the big arm and all and when he was healthy. But even Sean McVay, as a defensive-minded uh, coach, knew that he had to get, as, as Jay Cutler said, you know, there's some, there's some studs out there playing right. quarterback. Right. And hopefully Justin Fields is one of those uh, in the making. You know, in, in hindsight, it's crazy that Stafford – allowed them to keep him so long in Detroit that he didn't try to get out of there earlier. 
Well, they're they're paying him a ton of money. Well, they I guess that, does, that helps. They were that paying helps. him. A t- I mean, he was banking, uh, yeah, even right, though that right. there was Death Valley days for for playoffs uh, with the Lions. Right. Well, I'm I'm glad he's uh, finally out and seeing his uh, success. I always thought he was a great quarterback. Three one two three three two three seven seven six. Mike jumps in from Lombard. Hey, Mike. Hey, how you doing? This is Mike from Lombard. Great show. Uh, I'm going to chime in about Aaron Rodgers, where he's going to go. Uh, I think it's all I for him to go to Denver. The reason is, you're left in his contract, Nate Hackett's there. And one thing people don't realize, his fiance is from Boulder, Colorado. You can't, I mean, a, a woman's a woman. I'm just saying. It's all <laughs> happy, wife, to go there. I think wife, it might right. go there. And I want him to stay in Green Bay for one more year. Right? But uh, it's Denver. I, I hope he stays in Green Bay for one more year. And last thing, why did you guys report on Aaron on Tom Brady last night? It wasn't you? He was, he's retiring when it's not been confirmed by Tom Brady. Just wondering if well, Mike, we just said, reckless, yeah, but yeah, right. no. It, the reports came out yesterday, and everyone was you know was all over Twitter, and, and then you know all over. Tom, Tom's dad said Tommy. He still calls him Tommy. Um, it hasn't made that decision, and and we said top of the show. The reason he hasn't made that decision is because Friday he's due fifteen million dollars in signing bonus, so on Saturday he can make that decision uh, and make it official. But he's going to make sure he gets that fifteen mil before. Uh, that's why he was on the phone to Tampa saying, "Oh, not, wait, wait, no, not, not official, yet, not yet." Yeah. Thanks, Mike. Thanks, Mike. Uh, you know, look, look. Adam Schefter broke this yesterday. Adam Schefter is a trusted source for ESPN. So when I saw that, there's something to it. When there's smoke, there's fire. And you've got a great point. Now, it seems illogical to me that he would be able to get that check and then the next day retire. Well, but I mean, I but guess, it is. I mean, well, but then again, he is Tom Brady. I'm sure he wrote his own. No, contract. I mean that's just what the contract calls for. Right. I mean, right. They, you know, if you're on the roster on on February fourth, twenty twenty two, you get the the fifteen uh, million left on the twenty million signing bonus for the restructured contract, and on February fifth, you can say thank you very much, and uh, I'm I'm off yeah. to see my new palatial estate north of Miami, which I'm going to spend this fifteen million on. I'm off to go eat some pizza. Finally, oh Where boy, should I go that? th- see, that's a great. Do you think he just he becomes human and starts eating carbs? Yes, yes. and and yes. loosens the belt. And Are you kidding me? He's going to do sizes? commercials for I don't I don't know what what national pizza you know you know uh, advertiser he can do commercials for believe me he is going to turn into a normal person and we're going to watch it see i, I don't see i don't think so tb12 oh, you still got all supplements the tb12 stuff i guess stuff? i guess I, this is what i want to see isn't that like beet juice or i mean i, I have don't have no what idea I, I don't, don't go anywhere near that stuff. I just don't think that. First of all, I mean, think Giselle wants to see him put on 100 pounds. I don't. I mean, I, well, I, just, look, I, I don't. Th- th- I don't think he'll totally let himself go. But if he doesn't allow himself a pizza after a he retires officially, come yeah. on, come on. He hasn't had sugar in how long? I mean, uh, maybe his entire life. I don't know. Yeah, just it's just. I I would like to. I would like to see him a little more human. You see him picking up a dozen donuts every day and having a big omelet. <laughs> right, yeah. right, right. Big sugar-filled coffee. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I just want to see him a little more human, Brian. Just a I, little more. It, it, as Olin Kurtz tweeted out last week, it, it, it's good to be Tom Brady. 
pretty yes, much every is. single day. Yes, it is. Yeah. You, could wait, you could wait out that 15 mil and then the next yeah. day say, you know what? I'm good. See you. And then we'll wonder who ends up down in Tampa Bay. 312-332-3776. Looking forward to talking to Matt Schneidman of The Athletic, who wrote a uh, very nice article on the 13th of January when Luke Getze, who is uh, the new OC for the Chicago Bears, was interviewing uh, around the league. I guess he had a couple of other interviews beyond the Broncos. We'll dig a little deeper into that. And all of the uh, assets and and uh, all of the positive support that he He's receiving inside the Packer organization and outside. And again, if you're a Packer fan, you want to jump in and let us know what you think is going on up there. The coaching change, will the culture survive the coaching changes? I'm sure it will. But does that mean Aaron is not going to be back? Will he be back? Are you tired of Aaron Rodgers already? I think we are tired of the drama down here. But it's nice to cause a little disruption if we're taking one of their coaches who obviously... Uh, has done some good up there. 312-332-3776. We've got some people on Twitter asking us what our Super Bowl matchup is as we have a poll up there. Brian, you want to jump in with that or you want to save that? Oh, we'll get back to it. Uh, we have another hour here. And yeah. We'll get to Matt Schneidman. We got a lot to cover. Uh, Jim Harbaugh's name uh, surfaced yesterday. Uh-huh. Well, that was a surprise in Minnesota. Yeah. yeah, we'll talk about it. Yeah, we will. We will. Uh, a lot to... Uh, lot to cover today, as well as the two conference championship games. The AFC going off at uh, 3 p.m., Bengals and Chiefs. And then 6.30, 49ers and Rams. Xander and Hanley, this is ESPN 1000. We're back in two minutes.